Okay, what is this weather thing? You said we have this like unique storm type of rain thing coming in. What is it called? I it's kind of weird because I had never heard of the this term with respect to like the West Coast, but there was a bomb cyclone and then a <laughs> atmospheric river. So what? I don't know what that means. What's an atmospheric river? I guess where it just is raining all the time. It's just like a constant stream of like rain. I don't know. And it's a West Coast thing. That I've heard that on the West Coast. Yes. Oh, I yeah. Never Usually heard when we get those really big storms, yeah, that's that's it's just like one thing after like a stream just storm after storm after storm. Oh, and what's it called again? Atmospheric river. Oh, anyway, so is that what's happening to us today? In- uh, allegedly, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just all the rain. Uh yeah, we get we live in Reno. We get pretty mild uh I would say overall like our weather's mild. Like it's never like super extreme. And it's really dry here. So when we get moisture, like, even though, like, we're right below Tahoe where there's supposed to be all the snow, like, I don't know, in the valley, like, it's, it's it can be pretty dry. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just a it's kind of a typical Western, yeah. I mean, it's dry. It's, it's not, like, it, it's, it's not as dry as, like, Las Vegas or Phoenix. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's. But, yeah, it's dry. Yeah. Well, uh, I just realized, too, now we've uh, devolved into, like, legit small talk about the weather. (laughs) Oops. Captivating, I'm sure. (laughs) I just hadn't heard about this weather thing you brought up the other day. So, anyway. Uh, Well, welcome to Couples Who Bravo Together. I'm Victoria. I'm Brian. Um, And this is episode six. Um, It's Sunday morning. I like to set the scene. Um, it's Sunday morning, so not Sunday night, so still not when we said we record, but whatever, we get it done. Um, and we are anxiously waiting uh, football. Uh, the first game of the morning that we're going to be watching is the Packers, um, the Green Bay Packers. Um, and number one, I wanted to apologize. I told you yesterday, um, I wanted to apologize to our listeners for the audio for last week. So thank you for listening because we still like you all listened <laughs> and we appreciate it. Um, and as I mentioned, we we've been, made, we've been mixing up settings lately. I think out of like, oh, we just, you know, we got to be able to get this done and be flexible. And so usually, like I said, we sit at our dining room table. Last week we sat in the great room. Um, and because of the way the audio was set up, like I, I am like right there, it could be a combination of like my projecting and then I'm just loud anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I felt bad because, um, it, the, the microphone wasn't pointed at or set up in a way that, um, it caught you as well. And so, um, for those of you trying to listen, I know you were constantly um, toggling your volume when Victoria was talking versus when Brian was talking to make sure you got all the content. So my apologies, <laughs> but thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, and as I said, uh, we got, uh, I love that we, uh, we started off with small talk. That is, um, I think the evolution or the de-evolution of our marriage at this point. <laughs> Let's talk about the weather. That's some pretty small talk. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot going on. I think we're entitled to some small talk, but anyway, so what were you going to say? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yep. So we, um, watching the storm come in, um, definitely like a dark and it's going to be a very gloomy day. So we'll see how it goes, as we know, with our football bets. So nothing to talk about yet in our sad stories yet, because it's all opportunity at this point. Right. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, so uh, so today we're going to, we'll do our uh, Few Good Men um, 
quote of the week that was appropriate to our situation or how we were feeling. And then we're going to talk about um, episode six, I believe, of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Um, we're going to talk about impeachment. We promised to talk about succession, and we'll talk about that briefly, but we need to watch it again. So anyway, that's our uh, roadmap for today. So uh, well, let's just get right to it. Um, I have been waiting for the other shoe to drop for our few good men quotes. So remember for the last couple of weeks that my favorite is, one of my favorites is the, um, that I've been carrying over is where um, uh, Kathy, Daniel Kathy, um, you know, he's in his drunken uh, temper tantrum. And, um, and then uh, the next morning, um, uh, Kevin Pollock says, character says something about, you know, last night he's swimming in Jack Daniels and today he can leap tall buildings. Um, so I actually had that moment this week. It was Monday. On my way into work, I was like, oh, I am ready to conquer. And I, that, that, the, the second part of that quote, like actually like connected. And so I felt really, really good about that. Um, and uh, anyway, so, but however, what's been just gnawing at the back of my mind. So I was really happy to have that moment, but what was just been gnawing at the back of my mind and I haven't gone, gone back to look it up. So I was hoping you can refresh my memory is when he has the sit down with, um, when Tom Cruise has the sit down with Kevin Bacon um, to let him know that they have, uh, they have that guy to testify, I can't remember anyway. And so then Kevin Bacon gets up to leave and he yells at him um, as he's leaving the, um, the uh, Tom Cruise yells at Kevin Bacon. He says like, what does he say? He's like, you're a shitty softball player. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, that's been nagging at me. I'm just like, that's just how I feel. Like, I don't know what I would, like, how that actually applies to me. But mm -hmm. there's just something, like, nagging it, like, in the back of my mind. <laughs> like, you're a shitty softball player. <laughs> and I'm like, I am a shitty softball player. <laughs> well, and, well, and he, yeah, that's funny. But he says it because he doesn't have any comeback. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, and that's exactly what I mean. Like, in the back of my mind, like, I don't seem to have this comeback and this, like, next step of what I'm going to do. And that's all I can come up with is like that just yelling yes you're that, shitty whatever yes that feeling is just what's just been like just gurgling and just like sitting in my gut i'm like i don't have the comeback i just don't have it so it's just anyway that's been really clicking with me this week all right so 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 Ke so it's like kevin bacon lays out all his evidence you yep. got nothing yeah just like that's what you yell exactly out. exactly yeah. but okay. i need to but i don't know what i would fill in the blank but that, and because that just shows how poorly i can't come up how much i can't come up with a <laughs> retort that's all i come up with <laughs> yes and then people could say i don't play softball so. no <laughs> exactly and i'm like yep that makes sense that yeah. all tracks <laughs> anyway what's yours <laughs> um i guess i would do the um so it's when um uh they're, they're talking about whether to um well well uh tom cruise comes back um drunk um and, I can't remember if it's when Kent, they find out that Kendrick killed himself or... But anyway, he comes back drunk, really drunk, and uh, Demi Moore's character is trying to get him to put um, Jack Nicholson on the stand. Right. Put Jessup on the stand. And um, <laughs> I guess it's a thing. If, I, I guess, you know, Tom Cruise plays that, plays that out, and it would lead to him accusing an officer of, of a crime... Um, which I guess you, in the military you can't do unless you have all the evidence to back it up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, do we trust 
his it research. seems to be recruit fairly well researched. I don't it know. Does. Um, so he, he's if he accuses um, Jack Nicholson of a crime without evidence to back it up, he himself has committed a crime. So he, he, he you know he lays that all out for Demi Moore and, and says, should we or should we not follow the advice of the galactically stupid? <laughs> He yells it much better than I did, but <laughs> in this case, I'm the galactically stupid. Oh, so. no! <laughs> so don't follow my advice. Um, I'm the galactically stupid. No. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that that would be my quote. Oh, no. That's that in, you, that in your mind, someone's yelling at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, n- not just someone. Many people. Oh, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're a shitty softball player. Yeah. You're a shitty lawyer. No, um, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that would be my quote. All right. Well, <laughs> we're still struggling. <laughs> and and yet our um our uh our canon, our sacred text of the few good men, like just knows how to speak to us and can articulate it perfectly. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, again, like uh, cheers to you. You're very good at this, uh, connecting all the, the all of the our uh, our real life to um, to these uh, the different uh, quotes and stuff from the movie. So good job. Um, okay, so this week's episode of um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I, if I recall, is called Sex Lives and Sister Wives. So I actually, and now saying that out loud, I like that title even more. So for a minute, I was like, oh, cool. Like I, I like thought that title was more creative. They're not, they struggle. They want to be really punny and um, I like to evaluate the titles. And so now saying it out loud, I like, I like the way it rolls off the tongue. So anyway, um, the thing, we were only going to highlight a couple things. A um, few things happened, but so we were, we're especially going to highlight um, or take talk about uh, what the the new development with Lisa and Whitney's um, uh, conflict and drama, which is based on well, I don't, I need to go back because now I'm trying to figure out what it really, really is based on. Yeah. Like why Lisa's mad at Whitney and why Whitney's mad at Lisa. I think if I recall, I think Whitney can tell that Lisa doesn't like her, and Whitney's like, why? Right. So, and if, I mean, I guess if we go all the way back, Lisa would say it has something to do with, she says like Whitney and Heather, like, what did she say? Like tarnished her character or something. Anyway, yeah. I still don't really understand what they're upset about. Do you actually, do you know? I don't. I think it goes back to last <coughs> season, I'm sure, because yeah. there was a part from last season where, um, oh no, I, I, uh, when uh, Lisa goes into that party, I guess she ignores Oh. Heather, not Whitney. Um, mm. Anyway, it, it goes back to the last season, I think. Yeah. And then just, you know, and then they try, you know, to temporarily mend things and it doesn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, this actually could be the ammunition argument we talked about from Brian Moylan's article. Like, maybe Lisa just doesn't like Whitney. And so she's just looking for a reason to get mad at Whitney and she doesn't really have one. Does Lisa get mad at Whitney, though? Because it just seems like Whitney gets more mad at Lisa. And then, because Lisa, I don't, I, I can't think of a situation where Lisa has, like, said something nasty to Whitney as the initiator. No. Like, like I, I, I think Lisa does things that Whitney doesn't like, and then oh. Whitney lashes out. That's my, that's yeah. my well, kind of sense, is that, that, 
Whitney doesn't, Whitney both likes and doesn't, like, Whitney really does like Lisa, or, or admi- mm. maybe even admire Lisa, mm. and want Lisa to be her friend, mm-hmm. but Lisa does things that Whitney doesn't like, yeah. or that Whitney feels disrespected by, Yeah. Um, and then Whitney lashes out, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and then Lisa lashes out back, but anyway. yeah. Um, so the thing I recall, and this is where, like, now, like, now, as we're getting, I mean, we're six episodes in, and so it, usually we're pretty good about holding on to this, the threads. So as you were saying that, what I remembered was at the beginning of this season is those talks that Meredith and Lisa were having where Meredith's upset at Jen Shaw, mm-hmm. and then Lisa compares it to her issues with Heather and Whitney. And Meredith would say it's not the same. Like what you're mad at Whitney and Heather for is not the same as like what I'm mad at Jen Shaw for. Right. Because Jen came after my family. Right. So you're right. Like I, I guess I could take it apart. Like Lisa's got this like under, and that's your point is that Lisa hasn't actually said anything to Whitney and Heather, but she's clearly like putting out a vibe that she's not liking them. Sure. Right. And so right. and so then Whitney's picking up on that vibe, and then she's the one. I don't know. I guess really they really haven't said anything to each other other than this whole Angie conflict, which we will get to. Right. Right. I, I, to me, I just get the sense like Lisa hasn't really done anything other than be herself. Yeah. And I then because there was that part at the reunion uh, last season, last season's reunion where. I mean, Whitney, does she tell, does Whitney say this to Lisa that you think you're up here? Yeah, and I'm something here. like that. So there's something like Whitney feels like Lisa looks down on her yeah. or doesn't, um, you know, treat her well. Right. Um, and I mean, there maybe, um, there do seem to be uh, like, which also that could just be how Lisa is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, sometimes people aren't warm and fuzzy and, yeah. and that, like, why aren't you, why, why aren't you hugging me? No, right? you no. know, like, yeah. what, I'm supposed to hug you? So. No, no. And Lisa, Lisa has a confidence and a, and a, and whether it, like deep down, like it really is how she feels about herself. She, but she does like, I don't know if exudes is the right word. Like just this she's totally fine in her own skin. Right. And so, um, and like her, her, um, her tagline this season is, I love, right. Is where she's like, I don't need you to like me. I love me enough for the both of us. Right. That is Lisa. Like she really does. She's comfortable in her own skin. She says what she thinks. And that's been their issue with her. She walks around thinking she's better than them. We don't know what she really thinks. If she thinks she's better than them, but she is comfortable in her own skin. And so they're interpreting it as, you're so confident that you're, you're arrogant. And then that means you must think I'm less than you. And so that's actually a really good point. Like maybe that's what they're bringing to the conversation is their own. Like if someone's that confident, they must think that everyone else is beneath them. Mm-hmm. We haven't actually seen Lisa. I would say actually put people down to that point. But anyway, so that could just be what it is. Her confidence they interpret as arrogance. And then that they then interpret as like, you think you're better than me. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. And I mean, at least it does fight back. Yeah. Like when they, you know, um, you know, when, when Whitney says, you know, you think you're up here and I'm not, you know, she does fight back and, right. and say things back. But, um, I mean, that could be the root of it is, you know, and, and, and if Lisa 
you know, is that confident and comfortable in her own skin. She doesn't, she doesn't need them to like her. No. I mean, no, it's we, like, we, you know, like, and, and that's part of, I mean, this, one of the issues that seems to keep coming up is they feel like Lisa just ignores them yeah. when she enters the room. And uh, like, that's never been a thing for me. Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I guess on both ends, I don't care if someone acknowledges me or an, and I know there have been times where I haven't acknowledged people and, and it just doesn't, it's just not something that occurs to me. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that's the thing is Lisa's just going, you know, she's comfortable in her own skin and it's going to do what she does. Right. You know? No, no, that's a great point. That's a great point. And, um, that it's also like how they've interpreted her. Yeah. Her, um, her behavior because yeah there's that that they showed a couple times where that Whitney focused on is Lisa walking into casino night and yeah and you're right like there's that ignore and yes it is a custom for people to for the housewives to arrive in an event and there's the hello kisses and everything Mm -hmm. but that's a great point like you're right I walked into a room and or a, a restaurant or a bar or whatever and I just didn't notice somebody and then people think like we were giving them the cold shoulder and I'm like well, I just didn't look around to make sure, like, I saw everybody and greet everyone. I just, like, well, I saw this person. And I can understand, like, actually having someone, like, right there. Right. And you don't see them because you're just so laser-focused on something. So I think that's a great point that there's a lot of ways to look at even just that interaction. Right, right. And that they're arriving with a chip on their shoulder. Right. So, no, as we're talking about this now, I'm, like, super interested in it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so let's – so then – and then – so the conflict then that's most recent is – this thing with this new friend, Angie, that's shown up and she was going to do casino night and she was going to, she needed a caterer and the caterer canceled on her. And according to Angie, the caterer said, uh, invoked Lisa's name as if, if to suggest that because of Lisa, we're not going to do this event mm-hmm. and we're not going to cater your event. So then Whitney um, then says that's Lisa sabotaging casino night, <clears throat> which is in response to... Angie told Whitney that Lisa said to not, I can't remember the word was now, but to not acknowledge Whitney as a friend, as a cousin and all that. So, mm-hmm. so there's definitely like stuff going on behind each other's backs. But anyway, so Whitney says this thing, Lisa's sabotaging, blah, blah, blah. So huge fight at casino night. And now Whitney and Lisa are trying to reconcile and trying to figure this out, which we saw last week where they go to Alpine Brewery distilling and start trying to figure this out. So they're going to go on this double date. So they go on this double date with Justin and John to Nino Nino Viejo, which is, I, I would guess, like run, operated, whatever, by the people who were gonna, who were going to cater Angie's event and then canceled. Right. <clears throat> so, um, let's see which thing to talk about first. Um, well, we saw the episode first. Let's talk about that. So we okay. saw the episode. Um, and, um, it was, when I watched it, they sit down, they're ordering drinks and these people who run the restaurant walk up and immediately start talking about this conflict with Angie Mm -hmm. based on way, the way the episodes cut. Mm -hmm. And then it creates a scene. Whitney immediately gets defensive and she's like, oh my gosh, this is a setup to Lisa. And they start yelling at each other. And are arguing about what's really happening. And Lisa's like, I don't know what you're talking about. This isn't a setup. Um, And we get Whitney being crazy. 
and creating this scene about Lisa setting her up. When I first saw that, I'm like, oh my God, seriously, Lisa? Mm-hmm. What did you think when you first saw that? I think the same thing. I, I, I mean, it, it just, I, I guess the way the whole thing is playing out is um, it, it does seem, I, I guess the, the when, I, when you watch the show, it does seem to, to stretch credibility to think that Lisa didn't have some involvement in this. Totally. Because, you know, oh, you know, as soon as, um, um, you know, oh, how convenient that the caterers um, that Lisa knows and, and how convenient that there's this conflict and suddenly the caterers cancel. Right. You know, oh, how convenient that they show up at the restaurant and this is what they start talking about. Right. You know, it, it just, it does seem a little, it's circum, it does seem really convenient. And, totally. And, I mean, granted, weird stuff happens like that, but... Totally. Um, it, yeah, it, it does seem to strain, stretch the, the credibility to believe that um, there wasn't some kind of sabotage. Uh, right. But at the same time, who, it, even if there was, everything turned out okay. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a great point. That's a great point. No, it did work out. No, and that's actually a good point too, right? That Angie did want to have this sit down which lends itself to the show, right? Yeah. Let's have, let's create, let, let's show a situation and, and make maybe something more than what it is or whatever, where you're right, Casino Night worked out. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I guess that is part of the show is like, oh, they, that you have the sit down and you talk about whatever issue. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I, that creates the drama. So, right. right. Um, so, and so... And so, and so something, I guess like another piece I want to add to this too is before, so is I up until this point have not really, I've been taking the side of the other women's interpretation of Lisa's actions and behavior. Mm -hmm. I don't, I I can never really decide like how I feel about Lisa. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely would not put her at the, the least favorite on the, of the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she, I really like her confessionals. I think she's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I like her delivery. Um, I really am objectively, like, I really was like, impressed with like her business. Like her business seems legit. Right. Whatever they're doing, like it just seems legitimate. And so, um, so I didn't really have any strong feelings. Of, I guess I, I just, I had my strong, if any feelings I had, were, if I had to put my thumb on the scale, it would be negative towards Lisa. Mm-hmm. And so I have been like looking at, this whole interaction through that perspective. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts about Lisa up until like while we're, up until like watching this episode? Um, that I, I guess I didn't have dislike or, or negative feelings. I just think that just she's um, she's very type A. And yeah, is and and that's probably a huge part of why that business is successful. Is that she's she's gonna she's gonna um, kind of get things. She's going to take take the lead on things yeah. and try and uh, manage situations and and I think that's why she's successful. Is yeah. like I think she just sees uh, things and tries to get pieces in place. And, yeah. And um, that's why she's successful. Yeah. Though, at I, that business, I think so, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, 
The other thing I would add that I was, I'm super judgy about, I was judgy about her last season was her Mormon 2.0 thing Mm -hmm. and trying to like, I guess, kind of make the church into this. There's this other religious thing that I would, I'd like to learn more about, about her perspective on that. Cause for me, it, it's like, well, either you're in or you're out. And she seems to be kind of trying to walk this in-between line. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that being said, in burying the lead, I had the opportunity to interview her on Radio From Hell. Um, and so because I do that bit on Radio From Hell, like I actually got the chance to interview her. And we were watching this episode knowing that I was going to have that opportunity to interview her. And so when I was watching it and thinking about what I would ask her... I noticed that when they're they're editing and showing us what happened at Nino Nino Viejo, she we don't get any confessionals from her about what happened. We get these confessionals from Whitney about her reactions to what happened and so um and the what what Lisa's doing. And it was just inter- I noticed how we didn't get anything from Lisa. So, um the next morning after because we watched it later in the week. So after watching the episode, then that was my question for her was about that. And she was appreciative of that. And she provided what seemed like a very reasonable explanation for what's happening and Mm. why. And, and she says, you know, she didn't say that she got a bad edit, but she was kind of implying that where there's just a lot from this story that's missing about what happened at casino night versus like trying to get this restaurant open and she's partnering with them and she's working with them. And so there's all these things that were happening that she's like, you don't get to see right. um, playing out on TV. And in talking to her, I'll say like my, my takeaway from her is like, I really, I actually like, like her more than I did before. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really good at her job at, as being a housewife and knows like how to talk about stuff. And mm-hmm. so I was just very intrigued by her response to this. Um, and it just seemed reasonable. I still can't reconcile why the um, the owners or the what whatever like came up and immediately start talking about Angie. But that could be editing. It could be. I I mean, it, it, who knows? I mean, I yeah. guess who knows why? I mean, it could be editing. It could be that you know they were worried about how how they were going to get portrayed. Yeah. Um. You know, which I think could be a little bit of a scary thing if. You know, I like that. Lisa, you know, if, if, because I don't know, it, that could be a little bit of, of a scary thing if, if your business on that is mentioned on that show and it's mentioned in a negative light yeah. that you canceled an event because, you know, someone, that's a great point. You know, you were, you were conspiring in the sabotage at that point. So that, that may not look great. If you're a business owner or a small business owner and trying to start up, yeah, you know, does that mean, you know, people won't trust you mm-hmm. or, you know, so I, you know, I, I think they have a reason to want to set the record straight mm-hmm. um, because I mean, it sounds like a very reasonable explanation in that it was, you know, um, I guess they had to set things up because of COVID. There was more time to set something needed to set something up. And so they just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, uh, which happens. And, and, and I guess I could see that being, there being an eagerness to sort of like 
wait, no, 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 that's not what happened yeah. here on, yeah. that, on their part, for sure. No, I really appreciate that take. That has helped me reconcile that piece I couldn't quite figure out. Mm-hmm. And of you're right, of course. Like, even though they have, none of this has been edited and put together, of course Lisa has told them what happened right. and this confrontation and that this is what's happening. Right. Um, and so then they know the cameras are there. They know what's happening. And of course they want to be able to put their... You're right, like like clarify what happened or put their name out or, or, or like clear their name, not clear their name. Right. And that reconciles Lisa's response that she's like, she didn't set anything up. She's proud of their her partnership with them. She, and they, she wanted to take them to this restaurant, which she says the food's really good. And, you know, of course it's, she's there to promote the restaurant. And you're right, like not set something up just for Whitney and Whitney is looking for a problem with Lisa and looking for any evidence she can to like solidify and, and reinforce their, their conflict. Right. 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 Um, I don't and I don't know if you looked up the restaurant. It's in Farmington. Oh wow. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, you're going to need some convincing to like get people to go out there. No. Yeah. Look it yeah. up. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, I can't wait to go check this out. So yeah, it's right across from Lagoon. So on the exit, when you um, when you go look it up, or when, when from what it looks like, it looks like where Lagoon is on one side of the freeway. On the other side, they've built this like shopping center and square, and it looks like there's all kinds of cool stuff in there. Because while they were sitting there at the restaurant, I'm like, I'm like, this looks kind of like the gateway, but it looks nicer because mm-hmm. there was that fountain in the background. I'm like, where is this? Yeah, so I looked it up, huh. and I'm like, oh my gosh, like we have to go out and see what's changed right. in Farmington. But anyway, so my point in bringing that up is like, of course, like Lisa, it's gonna take some some word of mouth to get people, especially in Salt Lake, to drive all the way to Farmington to go to a restaurant. And so I just think that all makes sense now with, with what she's trying to do. So um, anyway, and so I just, um, that you just filled in the missing piece for me. Cause I just couldn't, I just couldn't connect all the pieces because I just, I really enjoyed like talking to Lisa and, and and when we're watching these shows, I will try and analyze like if somebody's like performing or if there's a lack of sincerity or whatever. And and when whenever we're watching them talk about this, like I just never got that strong vibe from Lisa. It just didn't feel like she was straight up lying. Like she believed what she was saying. And so I'm like, well, then how do I fill in these missing pieces? And she filled in one part with what happened with Casino Night, like why they would have to pull out. And then you just filled in this other part. Well, like, of course, like, her friends are going to want to like set the record straight for what happened. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's just a theory. Um, I like it. it. It's, it's a theory. And, and, and I mean, I would say like the, the reaction at casino night that she um, didn't have anything to do with, with the canceling. I mean, that's, you know, um, that's, you I don't know. I, I I mean, I would just say the re- Lisa's Lisa's reaction at the restaurant seemed very credible. That it this, did. That, this wasn't what this was about. It you did. Know? It did. Um, she uh, and and, and at, like it's just so interesting watching the show. You're kind of like, oh yeah, right. You know, that's right. absolutely what this was about. Right. But I think when you step back and and like uh, kind of try and think about it again, like it, I think it does kind of make sense. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And and. You know, as to you know why this issue got brought up, and and that Lisa's response, I mean, seemed very credible in this situation. That you know, that's not this is about. No, I agree. (laughs) 
I agree. Know, it can be about a lot of other things. Yeah. But it's not about this. <laughs> right. Right. Totally. Um, did you? Did anything? Did your perspective change at all after my interview with her and listening to that? Um. Or was it? Or had you already like to track with everything? I mean, I, I like I said for me it changed. It mm-hmm. made me like her a little bit more. But based on but we had a different baseline. So I was just curious, like if anything changed for you for her. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, I I think um, you know, um, I think she's a very very strong, uh, willed person. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's my sense is that she's she's a very strong willed person, and um, I mean, I she's seems incredibly you know, savvy yeah. to me um, right. with her business and, and with her um, work on the show. I mean, yeah. she seems very strong-willed, very savvy. And um, that's why she's successful. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Um, and then as far as credibility, the, only thing, the last thing I'll just comment on is um, we, we never saw this text that Angie said she got. From the caterers. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't, I don't think they ever showed it. And they'll show us stuff. They'll show us texts. And so that's my other thing, too, is I'd like to see the context where she's saying that they blamed Lisa for this. And based on what we're saying, I could see a different text maybe comes out. Like if we actually read the text, it might say something because they had this other thing going on. They're trying to coordinate everything. And that's why her name got invoked, not because she was telling them to cancel anything. And so that's bugging me too, that we're not seeing this text. Right. That would help. Yeah. And maybe I, they always like to do that at the reunion. So that's true. maybe they will bring the text to the reunion and, and, and you know, and honestly, that that's what's so interesting is your name came up. Well, okay, yeah, maybe it did, but right. it was because like yes. um, we had this prior engagement exactly. with Lisa that's going to take a lot longer than we thought, yep. and so we have to cancel. It's not like you, yes, Lisa's name did yeah. come up, right? But not like Lisa told us to right. cancel, exactly. Which, which sounds bad, but right. but it could also mean like we have this prior thing scheduled with Lisa that now is taking longer. Right. And it's a bigger deal because it actually has to do with opening their restaurant. That context is important too. It's about prioritizing. Right. So anyway, no, that's a great point. Anyway. All right. Um, so the other thing, um, that I wanted to talk about from the episode was, um, this, these conversations between Dewey and Jenny about having another kid. Um, and so we get them out going cross country skiing. Was that, was that at solitude? It looked like I can't remember. I guess yeah. I did that once before when we were living there, and I'm like, I think I've seen this before. Okay. But anyway, so they go cross country skiing on a track, and then um, and they've had this ongoing conversation that um, that Dewey really wants to have another kid. The episode opened with Jenny talking to Meredith and Lisa about like these challenges um, about that he really wants to have another kid. So the episode ends with them having this conversation about him really pushing her to have another kid. Mm-hmm. And it ends with him proposing maybe a sister wife, which we find out is part of their culture. And so anyway, I, that whole thing made me incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And my question is, is this real? Is this it made me so uncomfortable because it seemed like such a real conversation they were having and that I, it just, it's just curious that this would show up in time for them to talk about on the show because it does create this like interesting storyline. But I just want to know how contrived it is or how produced it is. And also like, it just made me super uncomfortable. I, I, it was, I was hard to watch. Right. Uh, yeah. I guess I want to look up that, uh, Tradition, I, they're um, are they Vietnamese. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I guess I want to look up that um, uh, tradition and what it entails. Um, um, that's so weird, though, that because uh, that's also a very like Utah thing and the polygamy. Uh, right. To use that slang, I, I don't know, or, or that phrasing, I, I, I don't know if that comes from, if that is literally what it is in, right. in, in that culture or if they're just kind of picking up that terminology that you would hear, you know, right. around there. Um, yeah, I, 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 he needs to back off. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, like I understand his grieving over the yeah. stillborn uh, baby, but you need to, the, you need to back off. <laughs> I think. Right. I mean, you have three, three great kids already. And, um, you know, and, and, uh, Jenny doesn't want to is getting older and it sounds like it would take a lot of work yeah, for her to get pregnant. And so it just, I think you need to let this one go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, this seems like a real issue for them. It does. Cause, <laughs> cause you're right. I mean, I guess we'll see how it plays out that the, the, the scene at the cross country skiing did seem very real. I mean, the, like very emotional. Right. Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, and she did not, I, and again, we do not know these people, but I like to take apart like how much they know what's going on and what they're preparing to. Like, I guess I would just think like, you know what you plan to talk about on camera and that we're going to have this conversation on camera is just incredible to me. And maybe that really is people being real, but based on her, the level of her getting upset, like, that did not seem performative to me. And I just, I guess, I guess I just don't know what it's like to be on these shows. And you're like, we're going to talk about everything that's going on in our personal life. And, right. and like, did she have a heads up that he was going to bring this up again? Like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's just a lot. <laughs> right. 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 I guess. What do you think about that? Like, like they know it would be helpful for TV, I guess. Right. I really don't know. Okay. I mean, you're right. The reaction did seem, I mean, um, I don't know. I I mean, they're told to talk about their issues. Yeah. I don't know if they say specifically which ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that, that's that's a good question. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, she, uh, she did seem very upset. So yeah. Yeah. You know. Anyway, it just it it obviously makes her very interesting TV. And I'm just like, oh, but this seems so real. And that is just uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. Um, so, uh, and then real quick, uh, we watched um, the latest episode of Impeachment this week. Um, and so I mentioned to you, I wanted to talk a little bit about it. Um, because um, everything's coming to a head um, at this point. Um, and so Clinton has now said um, in the dramatization part of it that he's in, his initial reactions to he did not have a relationship with Monica. Um, and so, um, again, like this tension, I know it's a dramatization. And so, but it's just, it, to me, it was so interesting to watch this week is we know he's lying. <laughs> right. We know he's lying. And just how that, I cannot disconnect myself from the real world. And like those situations of like, where. Because this is where this is that whole thing in a narrative and fictional when you're like anal analyzing like the, the point of view. Like we are absolutely omniscient at this point. We're, we're like God. Like we can see everything happening. 
And what is that like in real life where somebody somewhere knows that somebody's lying? Mm -hmm. And then to watch somebody making that choice over and over and over again, and maybe that was the point of the episode, but that's really hard to watch. It's just like watch somebody just over and over making this choice again to lie and see that play out. Right, right. But I mean, uh, yeah, and and there are reasons that he did that too, I guess, you know, and, um, but yeah, <laughs> I guess, um, and, and, I, and I guess, I don't know what they call that, but that's the, uh, what, what, um, we know, we know things that the characters, uh, yeah, right, I, I know that's yeah. the point of view, but there's a term for like, when you know things that the characters don't know, um, um, oh, so, so we know things that the characters don't know, and then it's just going to be how do the... How does that play out for the characters? Um, Do you mean like like Hillary and right or, or like right. him or right? We know how we know how this is going to play out for mm-hmm. Bill. He doesn't in the show. He doesn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see him try to um, struggle with trying to control the situation, and we know it's going to get out of control. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. So um, it's it's interesting. Yeah. No, I guess that's the thing. It's just it, it's just watching somebody and we've seen it in other things too, but just like watching somebody just like dig in and dig in and just make that choice over and over again. And that's why I just I just think it's just watching him. I'm like, he really thinks this is all gonna work out. <laughs> he was trying to make it work out. I mean and I guess that's he was trying to make it work out and um you know, uh and I and I guess the explanation is he was worried he was worried about um, his marriage to Hillary. He yeah. was worried about ruining that, um, which he did. So, yeah, or, or definitely caused a problem. You yeah. know, just so basically, that's I think that's the thing is he he did did something really stupid, um, and didn't want to get caught. Yeah, <laughs> um, and um, I think the consequences. Um, for him, getting caught at that level are much more severe than... Oh, for sure. You know, just... Our neighbor. Right. Right. Anybody else. But, yeah. Um, or most anybody else. So, yeah. Um, he's trying to um, prevent those consequences. But in preventing those consequences, it makes it worse. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, it makes, definitely makes it worse for him to try and and um, cover it up. I mean, there there was a point in the show where he's, uh, he, it's, it's when Dick Morris comes back and Bill Clinton says, you know, it just needs to, uh, you know, basically needs to just put an end to this, say what happened and then just deal with it. You know, right. what comes after just right. put an end to it. Right. And it was, at least in the dramatization, Dick Morris convinces him not to do that. Um, and, and the reason, that he gives is that, you know, people don't mind you lying about yeah. the affair, but lying about the affair is yeah. the perjury. Yeah. So you, you can't, you can't get out of that one. Yeah. Um, you know, because if you admit to the affair, you admit to the perjury. Right. Which, you know, is a problem. Right. So anyway. Right. So, um, that's where he decides, you know, you can't get out of it. You just have to win. So, right. Right. And that's right. when he, yeah. That's, he's like, this is the strategy for winning. Yes. <laughs> And it didn't didn't work. We know that 
now. We yeah. you know that. He doesn't know that at that, you know, at this time. Yeah. But yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's great writing, like watching all that tension build that he's trying to like spin this. So um, anyway, and then we said we were going to talk about Succession. We did watch the first episode. We were tired. Um, there's a lot going on. And so we don't have much to say yet, but we're going to watch the first and second episode back to back so we can get a reset on that and then try and put all the pieces together. So we'll talk about that next time. Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, so then our Rose and Thorn for the week. Um, so, uh, my, uh, my rose is I got my windshield repaired that I talked about my rock chip. So, um, we'll see if it actually lasts, but you can barely see it. I wasn't even worried about the cosmetics of it, but it looks good. And so I might, I'm really glad to actually to have that done. Um, and my thorn is a bureaucracy. (laughs) I just, no, no. So no to bureaucracy. Well, anyway, not no to bureaucracy, but. Oh, that's all. Awesome. So you know. expand on that a little bit. Like you can't get phones and computers set up. I can't. That's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> How many people do you have to call to get a phone set up? Uh, it, oh, I, if we had more time, I would walk you through all of it. it exactly. Yes. Yeah, so but next, you have to get a phone first. So <laughs> well, you ha- I, no, you have to get special wiring first. Oh no, no, no. First, you have to get the special wiring, and then you get the service set up, and then you get a special firewall that then has to talk to the service, and then you plug something in, and you're like, does it work? after you've done all those things right and that's just not one and it's not one person that can come and do all those things oh, in no. the morning it's no it's several different people over several weeks months also <laughs> i'm not allowed to talk to any of those people <laughs> i have to work with one point person who will then coordinate with each of those people right. that starts with two people three people four people but i have to hope that that person is sitting at their desk answering their phone so that they can call the person that needs to actually come and do the thing for me right. and then what if like you have two other people that have to talk to each other and three people it just to, to make all these 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 technologies speak to each other yeah no no. Also, I just want to spend my money. That's all. But that's all. <laughs> oh, right. Yep. <laughs> More bureaucracy. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Just saying. Yep. Anyway, what about you? Um, I, I, I guess just having all these issues. I, I mean, the, I just, it just seemed like, the, like there were three issues out there that just kind of all, that, yeah. that I you know, kind of messed up and maybe didn't do the best uh, or, or didn't. Turns out I didn't give the best advice and they all came to a head this week. So all three of them, like, I guess, you know, do all three of them have to come together at the same time? On the other hand, maybe that's a good thing because it's just rip that Band-Aid right off and maybe move on. I don't know. Wait, to come full circle, what was the name of that storm? Those storms that are coming through? Oh, yeah, the atmospheric river. And what was the other thing? The Well, it was a... The bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. Is... I don't know. I don't know what that is. No. If that's like a, that's one particular storm, and then the river is a series of storms. Well, I don't know. Well, I was, um, just, I was just thinking how you had like these three shit storms that all seemed to like hit at the same time, which right. would be the bomb cyclone. Yes. <laughs> and the shit river that followed. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's that's a good way to put it. Was there any sort of little rose that peaked up through your shit river? I guess the only thing is, is like, you know. Um, the week's over and maybe now we can move on. So <laughs> I we'll love see. that. <laughs> well, well, that's uh, probably not though. Um, you know, I guess there are still, um, even with these three, three things, I just, they're just, they're not done yet, but, no. um, uh, maybe the bad stuff is over and mm. can do a better job with the next issues that come up on these things. So, 
Um, it just made me think of we just watched Happy Death Day, which we hadn't seen before. Yes. And she has her cupcake, and her wish is when she blows out her candle is a wish for tomorrow. Do you wish for tomorrow? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll think of something else. To I'm not that optimistic. <laughs> um, but uh, no. All right. I wouldn't wish. No, I don't know what I would wish for. I would rather go back than forward, to be honest. I, I would, know. I'd rather go back and fix things. I know. Um, rather than go forward. Um, I, I think, and I think that absolutely represents the phase of life that we're in. Oh. You know what I mean? We're at that phase where it's like, now we start looking back. Um, we're done looking forward. I, maybe, maybe, maybe that's, that's the, the midlife thing. Is totally. Like you, um, you know, I, I don't know. The looking, the looking forward is there's not much great ahead. <laughs> right. Maybe you want to Can I going. go back? But I, I'm with you. I will help you work on that time machine. I would love to go fix some yeah, stuff. It's not, yeah. I know. Good luck with, good luck to us. I know. I know. Which I was just about to say, cheers to us. <laughs> yes. We made it through the week. Cheers to us for the coming week and our, all of our challenges. All right. Well, uh, on to football. Um, uh, follow us on Judgy, or on Instagram at Judgy Empath. And then, of course, listen to Radio from Hell each Friday morning um, at 7 o'clock Mountain Time um, to hear our updates and whatever new adventures we may find out from, uh, be able to share on, on Radio from Hell and maybe learn more about the get some more maybe we'll get some more interviews on on uh yeah. now we'll see they'll get them for us uh, we're not doing anything no <laughs> just show up <laughs> yeah which i can do all right um then i guess let me just make sure we've got everything we need um all right yeah i guess i'll uh i'll smell you later yes i'm sure you will okay.